This week's topic is going to be Loch Ness predominantly, but I got a bit carried away and started looking at other some other U- unusual UK cryptids that we have. So there'll be a, a little bit on that as well towards the end, because um, I quite like the idea that we have some unique ones as well as some shared ones. We have Bigfoots as well. I think Loch, the Loch Ness was probably the most famous. I would argue it's the most famous crypt after Bigfoot. It's up there with Bigfoot, isn't it? It's like the big two of the cryptid world. The daddies. Yeah. If I'd like to see them fight. Mon- <laughs> monsters of cryptids. That'd yeah. be a good show, wouldn't it? They'd be your two headliners, yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah, definitely. Alternating each night, you know. And I'd like to see them fight for the, the crown of ultimate cryptid. Me too. But as they're cryptids, they don't exist. I don't actually, no. <laughs> if we think about it logically, it might actually be a really shit fight. Because Nessie's not going to come out of the water. And how good of a swimmer is Bigfoot? <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> it could just be like two well, seconds of Bigfoot struggling. <laughs> and well, then some little bubbles. Well, if he survives the first round, we'll put Nessie on dry land. Okay, but then she's just going to suffocate. No, we no, need to construct it's... some sort no. of scuba diving outfit for... It's not a fish, is it? Oh, I don't think it's a player well, saw, isn't it? It's meant to be a player saw. Which I is assume it isn't a fish. Like a dinosaur. Yeah. I think that she can come on. She's been spotted on land. She can come on, she okay. can come on land. Well, I think we'll be all right. Would it not be more fair if we constructed some sort of scuba combat suit for Bigfoot and he could enter <laughs> the water without fear of, of drowning and have a fair sort of floating fist fight with Nessie? What about... If we just cordon off an area, instead of putting them in a ring or anything like that, right. then there's some water, there's some land, there's some trees, a bit of everything, bit of, everything, bit of different terrain. That's more. So fair. like Bigfoot goes back in the woods, he's like, "No, you're on my territory, bitch." Yeah. yeah, it's a bit more fair. It's going to be harder to sell that though, like tickets. We need to get them in an arena idea. Yeah, but well, we'd have webcams but... up to the woods, wouldn't we? Okay, yeah, I guess. Still, be like Love Island, but with cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> Cryptid Island. Yeah, see if they get it on. <laughs> I don't want to see the babies. Messi <laughs> just wraps that big long neck around his dick like a snake and gives him the world's weirdest cryptic neck job. <laughs> I can't though, believe I just said those words. Thing is though, the people who look into this are called cryptozoologists. And people make a career out of this shit. They do, they write books. Yeah, after and you're like, book. all they, they've got no evidence whatsoever. Apart from eyewitness accounts, which, as we know, can be a bit dubious, unless it's the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. But um, <laughs> uh, so it's like I want to be a cryptozoologist now because I could write shit like this and make some money out of it. Certainly could. I've often thought this. I I look at the books on on the Amazon, the conspiracy books, and I fantasise, but I could knock together one of these pieces of shit. Surely, you know, pick twenty yeah. conspiracies, bang out a thousand words for each one, and boff. It made there a quarter in afternoon, so... There you go. Well. Less of it. More of a cult than you've got. I haven't tried to start one. Moving on. <laughs> Should we get some weird news Yes, then? so yes. before we start, 
we'll head into the world of weird news and weird shit we found on the internet the last few days. Take about 20 minutes, half an hour. Then we'll get into the main cut and thrust of the uh, of the subject. Awesome. Yeah. And I promise next time we will have that jingle eventually. I'm still working on it. It's hard work, you know, these, these com <laughs> complex recording sessions. So for now, we'll just say weird news. Yeah. <laughs> Okie doke. Burberry burns bags, clothes and perfume worth millions. Wow. Why? Burberry, the upmarket British fashion label, destroyed unsold clothes, accessories and perfume worth 28.6 million last year to protect its brand. Wow, so they, in the last five years, they've they basically destroyed 90 million quid's worth of stock. Yep. Oh, wow. Burberry Burberry aren't that fucking popular anymore the chabs have moved on now haven't they he's always had the ads I, I don't recall I've seen anyone a Burberry well, ad for ages now you were what? thinking of Burberry the pattern ah this is Burberry the company who I think did start off with that pattern I wouldn't but, yeah uh, maybe that's when the name yeah. comes wrong yeah, wow. the idea is that they're scared it will get into sort of like retail shops like T-Max and stuff Cut down yeah. prices and Just affect affect the brand, thing. so they'd rather burn it. Wow. Yeah. I just say yeah. a lot if you they burn it. Just think so all them poor little you know the African kids we see on um, uh, what's it called the big charity we have for that every year in March Red Nose Day yeah mm. comic relief sorry there's always a couple of African kids trotting round in last season's Man United shirt when they could be trotting round last year's Burberry in last year's Burberry. With a nice handbag to go with it. Yeah. But then if you see an Ethiopian with a Burberry, mm. that's what they're worried about. They think it's going to cheapen the brand. Yeah, because if you're yeah. the sort of... Sort of put, try and put yourself in the mindset. I know it's difficult, boys. Of your average sort of cunt. <laughs> that would go... That's not too difficult. Well, well not an average <laughs> cunt. A more upmarket cunt. The sort of cunt who cares about the label on their clothing. Somebody who's got... Two hundred pounds yeah. to spend on fucking kind of socks. person that buys GQ just for the ads. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of person who's genuinely the got GQ. Is it GQ magazine? Yeah, yeah the fashion. I love that you don't know that, Ben. That's <laughs> but it's uh, I genuinely don't know what GQ is. You shouldn't. I don't expect you to. I'm proud of you for not. But essentially, like there are people out there whose monthly clothing budget is in the tens, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds. They're out there. That sort of person. Sees Burberry, like you say, on one of those African kids, on one of those adverts. That type of cunt probably is likely to go, well, I'm never buying that shit again. Um, I'm like, I'm going to the next boutique. and oh, The next boutique just <laughs> around the corner. Yes. I'm going to shop at the new funky one that no one's ever heard of. Mm. But from Burberry's perspective, it clearly makes more business sense. It will cost us less to take this 90 million hit and just fucking torch the lot of it. Than it will to let it get into the hands of the of the normies, and the and your your street market guys. Yeah. You, you That's pretty be... much it, guys. Yeah, you nailed it. Fucking yeah. burn, raise it to hell. Fucking burn it. That's oh the logic God. of capitalism, mate. Wow. All the effort and manufacturing labour that went yeah. into producing it, just up in smoke. That should be illegal, man. Yeah. Somehow, or maybe you should. Find a happy medium, say, okay, don't destroy it completely, but rip off any of your labelling, anything that's, you know, so they might not be good enough to sell in a shop, but they will be good enough to give to a, you know, the homeless. Fuck all, yeah. Through compromise? Yeah. Oh, burn it! Just yeah. burn it. 
Do not let the poor people touch my stock. Burn it. <laughs> yes, sir. There's. I like to think that's the Monopoly man. I like that's the Monopoly man saying that. He turns up in a little car, <laughs> throws throw some money in the air, and goes, "Burn it all! Burn it all!" And then just drives off. It makes more economic sense to torch it. Oh fuck. Yeah, but morally, morally, Mister Monopoly. What sort of sense does that make? Oh, makes perfect ca- sense. Capitalism doesn't uh, factor in morals, does it? No. That's a problem with it. <laughs> well, that's sweet, sweet money. Mm. God, I wish I had some of that. <laughs> Me too. So <laughs> I have a drink to money. Yeah. Fuck you, capitalism. <laughs> ah. So, yeah. I think that's a pretty fucked up story, to be honest. Yeah, I thought so. Should we move on? Yeah. Now, do you want to see a uh, live demonic possession? I have a feeling we're going to. I have a feeling this is just an attention-seeking guy who may be mentally ill, but all right. <laughs> or a stooge planted by the pastor. One of the two. How long Let's you watch it for? first before you pass judgment, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Benjamin that you speak? <laughs> Told you, he was my evil twin. I killed him in the womb. <laughs> Okay, uh, this your mum with a coat hanger. <laughs> I was born. I was well. Yeah, I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. <laughs> Nothing to do with a privilege or anything. Just a really bad attempt at abortion. <laughs> <laughs> May I've told that joke before. I don't know. It's a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay, possession. Yeah, demonic possession on Emmanuel TV. Who are you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ? <laughs> Oh, stop for some reason. The devil. The devil. The devil. Yeah, he's a friend Who of the show. Who are you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ? Speak in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Who are you? Straight face or all that. I think that's one of the best professional wrestling promos I've ever seen. Yeah, it could be. Oh, I'm small. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Everything. Did you know, just was no fucker there. No, he's a big fan of the Ultimate Warrior. Um, <laughs> these people are fucking lunatics. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think there was a demon inside him then? No. <laughs> no, because it's only Christians or Stooges who get possessed. I think. It's all a bit fucking silly, really, isn't it? I mean, she was there saying, like, basically... She did say a lot, though, didn't she? Well, it is a bit like wrestling, because she was giving him the... She was going, fire all over the body, fire all over the body, like, hint, hint, shake a bit more, and he's like, oh, yeah, fire, oh, I can do that. Oh, that's, me, that's me cue, oh, hang oh, on. Oh, I'm having a shake. Yeah. Oh, fire all over the body. One thing I know, he's going to be very sore after all that shaking around. It was very intense. It was. But he was doing it all on purpose, clearly. 
I made him small. <laughs> if he made him small, how big was he before the possession? Because he was quite a tall chap to begin yeah. with. Um, mm-hmm. And what was she spraying him with hairspray? Holy water, uh, I, I I'd imagine. Hairspray? Apple juice or something. Well, it might be just as much fucking use, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be apple juice. I'd get really sticky. I mean, you wouldn't like that after. Well, I imagine holy water's fairly sticky from all the dirty old priests that swilled their fucking cocks in it. Oh, <laughs> allegedly. No, wait, no, I don't say allegedly. It's probably true. If I swill me cock before I abuse the boy, it doesn't really count. <laughs> Apologise to all the Irish people <laughs> and anyone else who was offended by that joke. Shall we have a new story? <laughs> so um, we're not done with the demonic possession then. <laughs> <laughs> what a load of fucking cockwash. And the best of it is, people are going to throw her money because of that. Yeah. So get us your bit of performance artist. I'll put, a cu- I'll, I'll put a dog collar on, splash some water at you. You pretend to be possessed. Or make a few <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it now. <laughs> Yeah, something it's like that. Literally, yeah. all the person was yeah. doing. So, so if that's all it takes. You know what I mean? We can make a few quid out of that. We can right. tour America as, as you and me, my possessed stooge. There you go. Mike can be the fucking money money man. Actually, no, better not. He's against capitalism. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mike can be the promoter, and he can book us into churches, and I'll unpossess you. There you go. And Exercise they, you even. There you go. That's a better word. When they ask me what the devil did to me, I'll trap my kegs and say, <laughs> "He made it small." <laughs> it used to be bigger, I swear. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. There we go, we'll make a fortune. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. We're very entrepreneurial this evening, we are. aren't we? Okay, me one. Yeah. Another video for you. Okay. This is some woke sloth. I was just the, about to say, is that's this an moron, isn't it? Isn't this, yeah, the, it is so is this the, the, a page of people who are quite slow off the uptake, but yet want to be woken? I.e. all of America. <laughs> <laughs> some of it. And Britain, yeah. the world, fuck it up. We all want enlightenment, but we don't want to do the effort. We don't, we don't make an effort for it. <laughs> okay, this is, this is from the Jimmy Kimmel show. And he went out to the streets of New York and he asked people, can you name a country? Just well, any. Just any country. Okay. And where it is on a map. Okay. Well, that should be fairly easy. I mean, they've got Canada up north and Mexico up the south. I mean, just... Well, you think so. Oh. You think you know so that. Quite, uh, you think you know the one closest to you. I don't know if this will be educational, but uh, the president is overseas. He's visiting Belgium, England, Scotland, and then his pal Putin in Finland. It's a big trip with many important ramifications. It's imperative that America has strong relationships with and knowledge about people in other lands. And that responsibility extends to all of us, not just the president. So we came up with a test. The test is very simple. When I'm in the street, we ask people we're passing by, to name a country on a map. That's it. We had a map, we said name a country, any country, (laughs) and here's how that went. Can you name any country on this map? Honestly, my geography is so horrible. I can't name anything, like nothing. Is this South Africa? Nope. Uh, the country of Asia? Nope. That's a continent. The country of Russia. Oh, damn. Oh, uh, I'm silly. That's okay. Um, He's Asian! Man, it's been a while since I've been in school. That's uh, okay. Any country on the map? Africa. That's a continent. Country. Damn. How about a country in Africa? Uh, I know South 
Africa's over here somewhere. No, it's, no, it's south. down here, yeah. Yeah, it's south. Oops. Can you name any country on this map? Yeah. Africa? That's a continent. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you name any countries in Africa? God, no. Who knows stuff like that? <laughs> Can you name any country on this map? Yes. Um, Africa. That's a continent. Oh, country. Um, um, Greenland or Iceland or something? That's Alaska. Um, any country. I mean, not And on the entire map. Um, this is so horrible. Where's America? I would say this big one, but I'm probably wrong. Okay. Can you name any country on this map? Oh my gosh. Shouldn't I be taught this in school? I would hope so. South America? That's a continent. Oh my god. Then, How about a country in South America? Um, yeah. Honduras is... Here, 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 somewhere here. Can you name any country in Europe? Is this one Europe? No. This one? No. Um, <laughs> can you name a single country in Africa? Was this Africa? No, again, that's South America. <laughs> no idea. Can you name a country in South America? Okay, this is South America. Yes, can you name a country in it? No, I can't. Did you go to high school? Yes. Did you go to college? Yeah, that's a sad part. Argentina, Chile, Bolivia, Brazil, Peru, Colombia, Mexico, United States, Canada, Greenland, Iceland, Australia, New Zealand, um, Papua New Guinea. Well, fair play to him. Good lad. Finally, at least there's one. <coughs> Fuck me. And I did point oh. out, I think I said it a few weeks ago, that most Americans, A, don't own a passport, or B, never leave the country. So it doesn't surprise me that they, their world knowledge isn't fantastic. Yeah, yeah you'd think it'd be I, poor, but you but didn't think it'd be that poor. Yeah. I thought, I mean... I've only been to two other countries, <laughs> and I can fucking point out way more than yeah. that on a map. So I don't buy the whole, oh, they don't travel much. They could still, you know, school. Well, she says, shouldn't I have been taught this in school? I mean, they must get taught that in school. TV? Must Well, do. yeah, but they've obviously forgotten it. Or they didn't pay attention. No. There was a man, clearly, of South American descent, who couldn't name a fucking country. Where was your dad from? There's a start. <laughs> or your guy, granddad. That one guy's like, oh, yeah, he was East Asian in origin, and he's like... Yeah, it's over here. That's Russia. That's the, the continent of Russia. Oh, you should at least fucking know that, mate. Come on. Well, <laughs> all I can say is God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> they need it. They need all the help they can get. Well, if you want to put the tinfoil hats on, this is all part of the plan, isn't it? The Dumb down, yeah, of course. Yeah, but that doesn't explain how the little kid do it all. How can you well, know about world events if... You don't know. Why any... would you give a fuck? Yeah, they're blowing up countries I literally have never heard of. I don't know where those people. Imagine when they hear it. I'm the oh, there was a bombing in Belarus. It must be like. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? In all fairness, though, I was with my dad telling me that when the Falklands were invaded in '82, he got really worried because they thought they were off the coast of Scotland. <laughs> But how many people, how many British people would know what the Falklands were? I mean, it's... I didn't. 
No, he's heard of it. It's just a little bit of rock down the South Atlantic, but he thought they were off the coast of Scotland and got really panicked. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, shit, what are they doing there? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So Jimmy Kimmel's proved it scientifically. Your average American's dumb as rocks. God well, bless you, America. We love you. Nah, it's, I, I, I don't know. You, you never know whether that's all planted or not, do you? It's didn't look it. Few stooges, you know. Didn't look it. It looked genuine. Few, few crisis actors. That video didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> false flag. That's a Jimmy. false flag video, Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel's a shill. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the lamestream media. Oh, no. Mind you, I should walk that back a little bit. Maybe it doesn't prove all Americans are dumb as rucks. Maybe it proves that your average American who stops to talk to a late night TV producer who's trying to get footage on the street is shit at geography. But then that might also lead you to then assume Other that things. it might, yeah, might yeah. not be so hot on biology, you know, yeah. and like yeah. that. Probably creationist. There's a good chance they were taught that I, in school. I did watch some um, disturbing footage of a, a, a homeschooling Christian mum mm. with her daughters, and it was weird because the mum and the daughters were all dressed identically, even Ooh. down to the little red bow in their hair. It was a bit fucking creepy, to be fair. bit um, village of the dam thing going on. And they're like, okay, what's uh, two times three? And they're like, uh... And these kids were ranging from, like, four to ten. Mm. She had about five of them. And yeah. you're like... This is a good segue, actually, into Loch Ness Monster. Okay, then. All right, go on. Because I've got an article. The Loch Ness Monster is real. What students are learning from publicly funded Christian textbooks. Okay. Oh, so let's start with the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> yeah. And let's start with this article. Okay, that's interesting. And then we'll get on to some sightings and a yeah. bit of background. So um, do you want to scroll back to the top and then say, Thanks to a bill pushed through by Governor Bobby Jindal, Thousands of students in Louisiana receive state voucher money transferred from public school funding to attend private religious schools, some of which teach from a Christian curriculum that suggests the Loch Ness Monster disproves evolution and states that the alleged creature, which has never been demonstrated to even exist, and believe me, it fucking hasn't, has been trapped by submarine and is probably a pleosaur. The curriculum also claims that a Japanese fishing boat caught a dinosaur. Godzilla, anybody? <laughs> oh no! Here come Godzilla! <laughs> go, go, Godzilla! Ah, uh, great song. That's not as good as Don't Fear the Reaper, though, is it? Oh no. Both the same band. You know? Blue Oyster Cult? Yes. Yeah. On the list of schools approved to receive funding through the voucher funding, which critics warn could eventually cut public school funding, man, that's a lot of funding in a sentence, <laughs> in half, are schools that teach from the Christian fundamentalist. A Becker book is the name of the book. Yeah? Mm -hmm. A Becker book? Yeah. Uh, Bob Jones University Press and Accelerated Christian Educated Curriculum. <laughs> that sounds quite thrusting, though. Uh, what's in that curriculum? In 2011, researcher Rachel Tabachnik and I produced a 35 minute documentary on the spread of a similar voucher program in Pennsylvania and other states titled. School choice, taxpayer-funded creationism, bigotry, and bias. In well, if you read this article from uh, Alternate Net, you can uh, find the link to that uh, embedded yeah. at the bottom of the article. Should you want to read it? Um, yeah. So that's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. This is an ex excerpt from the book, one of the books. Oh, the accelerated Christian education science textbook. Yeah. Right? Well, you're a scientist, so come on. Uh, are dinosaurs alive today? 
Scientists are becoming more convinced of their existence. <laughs> are you, Mike? <laughs> uh, yeah, they are alive today. They're called birds. Yes. And alligators. <laughs> and megalodons. Yeah. I saw the trailer. Megalodon. No, Meg it's called. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, in order to, to sort of, if I'm understanding this correctly, to sort of disprove evolution... These fundamental Christians are saying, oh no, dinosaurs... They're real, man. They're knocking about today. Yeah, they're still about. They didn't die out. There was no meteor. And then, you know, it was Adam and Eve. Don't worry about it. They only had two sons. There's still, <laughs> one, there's still one swimming around a lock in Scotland. Yep, a live plesiosaur. Yeah, which proves everything the Bible says. Because Have you ever seen the footage of uh, Ken Ham's Ark in, in Kentucky? I think it's in I Kentucky. Oh, man, that's... Yeah... You've got like animatronic dinosaurs putting clothes for humans and little kids having a petsoteratops and all that and that's like, this is what happened. This is it. That sounds fucking awesome. It does, but they're being taught that as fact. Well, that's less awesome. But if it was in a comic book, it would be awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should we go through plesiosaurus facts? They lived from the early to the middle Jurassic period. Note, early to middle Jurassic period. They, they died. They yeah, died. but that's not really that long, is it? Not really, the age no. of dinosaurs. Well, uh, these periods are massive. Isn't yeah, but for considering the dinosaurs yeah. have been for a long, long time, yeah. that's not that long for them. No. So they were probably pretty useless animals. Lived in oceans all over the world, was a marine reptile, may have laid eggs in the sand like sea turtles. So it was a plesiosaur. You'd see it coming to land to give birth. <laughs> well, you'd knock some eggs out anyway. Yeah, and you'd, it'd be yeah. more chance to see it on land, wouldn't it? Uh, but hasn't it might be... not do it right in the open, though. It might, you know, do it in a cave. Yeah. In the sand on a cave. It was twice as long as an horse and weighed twice as much as a pig. Oh, <laughs> like the last woman I slept with. What sort of measurement? She looked like a mixture between the two. <laughs> no, no, she was perfectly fine. She, oh, was, right. she was just really tall. So, excuse me, Professor, could you please tell me the dimensions of the uh, plesiosaur? Well. Twice as long as a horse! <laughs> I weigh twice as much as a pig! Oh, thank you, Professor. I'll uh, put that on my course, <laughs> Thank you, Professor, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking measurements are they? <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to picture a horse. Who'd you say a, a horse is as long as your average kind of UK car? I well, it's as long as a horse, isn't it? Yeah. How long is a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great rhetorical question. Long as a hatchback. <laughs> How many pieces of string make up a horse? Fuck! <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I can't compute. <laughs> what well, else did they do then? They breathed air, and they were a piscivore and or a carnivore. Piss. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, so they ate fish and meat, and a bit of both. Yeah. Greedy fat bastards. No wonder well, they found a life in Scotland. Well, when you're twice as long as an horse and weigh twice as much as a pig, as you eat whatever you can. And the name means almost lizard. Nice. Ah, so one of David Icke's makes only, mates only half fucked it. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Somebody fucked a pleosaur. That's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> to create the reptile elite. Yeah. Somewhere along the line. Interesting. Pleosaurs are the offshoot. They're the ones that didn't quite take. Like it said, not quite oh, a so lizard. So they just dumped them in the water. Yes. 
Not quite a man, not quite a lizard. Who wants to raise that freak? So yeah, they'll With his massive neck. Yeah, yeah. they'll throw him off bridges. Like the penguin at the start of exactly. Batman Returns. Yes. That's how Nessie got to the left. <laughs> Solved it, right. See you next week, boys. <laughs> oh, get, get on that lizard. <laughs> um, apparently, though, they weren't very good swimmers. Oh. Well, well they were fucked then, weren't they? They weren't adapted enough well they were all right at it but they weren't as good as a pleosaur should they have been better at it because they lived in fucking water would it have not been an idea to have been like sort of world class at swimming you think that yeah uh, it's believed that the animals behave very much like it says tea turtles but i think that's <laughs> sea turtles this is a fine uh, fine article <laughs> <laughs> yes it's the tea turtles. So that's where tea leaves come from. Uh, this is from newdinosaurs.com. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's the premier website if you want dinosaur-related news. Compared to most of the websites we usually read from, that's fucking top brass, that is. <laughs> Newdinosaur.com. I've got an article later on from a respected UFO writer. It, it, there's no such thing. It's, it's good uh, enough. <laughs> Sold a lot of books. Respected by who? Men with beards who sit in deck chairs in the desert going, there's one. There's another one. Yeah, they guys buy a lot of books, they do. <laughs> That's why we need to put our heads together, lads, and write a fucking conspiracy book. Oh, we'll have all the angles being covered. There's literally tens of pounds to be made. <laughs> and a lucrative speaking tour across America. There you go. So back to the, the dinosaur. The well, dinosaur who couldn't swim, who lived in the water. Yeah. Well, should I tell <laughs> you about on fish and mollusks? This sounds like a Pixar cartoon. It does, but... actually, doesn't it? Yeah. It I does. I'm in the water, but I can't swim. <laughs> and then he meets a plucky fish who teaches him yes. just in time for the big swimming competition. Ah, oh. <laughs> It's right in itself. <laughs> Eventually, crying, they fall in just, love. Just crying, thinking about it. They fall in love, but their cross-species cross love can't hope to exist, and the fish is eaten by his brother who's a racist shark he's a racist shark gotcha boom there we go we'll get to we'll get Tommy Robinson to voice a shark <laughs> Peppy the Plesiosaurus <laughs> fucking hell that fantastic good, good oh. stuff yeah bless him um, can we call a quick break we yeah thank you <laughs> I'm very civilised <laughs> you do it does Tuesday <laughs> well that's true we're back so uh Shall I take you through a bit of a history of Nessie and the sightings? Yes, please. Take me through the history of Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Loch Ness is the largest collection of uh, fresh water in the UK in one in, yeah. in a lake. It is the biggest lake. That's another word for a lot, by the way, you can have in Scotland. So this, this is fucking huge. Um, there we go. Here's right at the start, learning. Learning with Ben. So Loch... <laughs> Can that have a, a, a jingle? Yeah. It's just a fucking lake. There's no, all these years I thought a lock was something special, something oh, different. No, it's just a big lake. Or a little lake. It's a it's Scottish lake. lake. Speak fucking English, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Lake Ness? The Lake Ness monster? Yeah, it sounds better as Loch Ness, doesn't it? Yeah, because lake... It's just a fucking lake, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That just blew my mind. <laughs> right from the start. Now, um, That's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Popular belief and interest in the creature has varied since it was brought to worldwide attention in 1933. However, evidence of its existence is anecdotal with only a few disputed photographs and sonar readings. The earliest report of our user... We'll refer to it as Nessie. Eh? Nessie, yeah. Nessie. Yeah. Do you remember that kid show, The Family Ness? 
I do. I've got I've got a video clip of that, so I'm glad you mentioned it. The family yeah, nest, this was a... Uh, no way. 1990, it was earlier than 94, wasn't it? That's about right, 94, I think. Is it? Oh, maybe. It was about a family of Loch Ness monsters who lived in a lock and yeah. evaded the dastardly key people trying to spot them. Oh, you don't know, remember the recollection of oh, it? This, no. you, you might remember the tune. The tune, the end tune was catchy. Okay. You have There you go. You'll never see a Nessie in the zoo because they're not real. Uh, I have no. Maybe maybe jumping off the fence a little bit. To be uh, fair, uh, but, um, when you spent three hours watching video evidence of Nessie, you forgot to do your quotes. Air quotes. Video evidence. Well, it was video Nessie. evidence. It was video footage of Nessie. No, it was of a fucking log or the oh. wake left by a boat. Right. <laughs> but, or a man with a or, long green or, suck on his Or own. an otter. Or, or an otter. Hello. Yeah, it's, they're not filming... Or a duck. Or a, well, anything that leaves a big enough wake, really, I don't know. Yeah. And it was... Fat duck. Fat ducks. <laughs> fat ducks, big mistake of Vanessa. <laughs> or, or a little submersible with an elongated neck and a head on it, which is... I'm <laughs> astonished, actually, cause, because of uh, there's no sort of horizon. If you look at it mm. in a picture, okay. there's no horizons. There's no... You don't know the scale, do you? No, you don't. Right. So that's why a duck could be perceived as a... As a Nessie. As a Nessie. A sort of. If there's no other sort of uh, references in the picture. Science with Mike. Wow. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, this has been very educational <laughs> so far. I um, shouldn't have got so high. <laughs> don't worry, you'll get high and remember again. Uh, oh, when I re-listened. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay. Um, the earliest report on Nessie appears in The Life of St. Columba, written in the 6th century AD. That's St. Columba, not St. Columbo. Uh, <laughs> just, just one more thing, thing there, Nessie. <laughs> Where were you when the man was bitten in half? <laughs> um, St. Columba, St. Columbia, sorry. It should be a saint. <laughs> it should be. Come on, the amount of fucking murders he sold. Exactly. He's a national hero. He's put a lot of perps off the streets, man. Behind oh, twisted... Clever killers as well. I mean, yeah. there's a, oh man, it doesn't bear thinking about. He had a glass eye, I think. He I did. Think. Yeah. yeah, he did. There you go. One armed man. I mean, one eyed man solving crimes. <laughs> What's next? Without resorting to firing a shot as well. In the world, turned... in the world of blind, the one eyed man is king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe Columbo was a whole fucking metaphor for our society. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> The one-eyed man sees clearer than all. There is a statue of him in some South American country somewhere, I'm sure of it. South American country? Yeah, I'm sure of it. Some weird, random country for some reason. (laughs) Big old Colombo fans. (laughs) You know, like how there's uh, Norman Wisdom... What country is it where Norman Wisdom's, like, the national hero? You're thinking um, Albania and Spike Milligan? No, it's definitely Norman Wisdom. You sure? Yeah, the fall on his face guy. I uh, know the Albanians have a thing for Spike. Okay, either way, there's a similar thing happening in one of these South American countries with Colombo. There's a statue of him. I think it was always on telly, prime time. Yeah, but Colombo wasn't even a real person. There's a statue of Rocky in Philadelphia. He was yeah. a real person. I'm going to have to do yeah, actual journalism now. I'm sorry. Live on air. 
Because uh, I don't. <laughs> I and then of course you got the Michael Jackson statue outside yeah. Fulham. Yeah, yeah. You go. that well, awful Christmas. Yeah, but he's a real person. But he's in Fulham. I think we should have a statue of Newt from Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> they mostly come at night. Would you, like to, see the, yeah. Would you yeah. like to see the fucking Columbo statue? Yeah, man. Which is in Budapest, Hungary. So oh, I was well. a little bit off, but yeah. they fucking love him in Budapest. That's mad. They've got a big bronze Columbo statue. Oh no, I've got to accept the cookies. There he oh. is. Oh, he looks like him as well. It's actually quite a good statue. It is actually, yeah. That's very, um, and you know what? It's in Budapest, quite a historic city. That fits in. There we go. And if, he was, if he wasn't dead, he could solve the fucking Nessie thing for he'd, us. He'd have been there, he'd have fucking He'd pop his glass eye out and throw it <laughs> in the middle of the lake. <laughs> what, then so after it? What's that going to achieve? No, it'll send sickness back uh, to his brain. It's not bionic eye gas. It's just a run of the mill glass eye. Nothing special. Just chucks his eye and the guy's like, you know, then he's got to put a pack on because in the Highlands of Scotland, he's going to get nasty chill in that socket. It's not like if Batman had a glass eye. No, then. no, it's like, just a glass eye. Just he'd have to no. scratch and kick and get it. But why would Batman <laughs> throw his own glass eye? Because it would give up a signal. Yeah, but he'd have a spare so one. He he'd have to pop his see. eye out. Yeah, but the one that he threw in the lake, he'd still be able to see through it and see the pictures in his brain well, and yes. make it swim around the lake well, he could and do operate that. it with his mind. <laughs> Obviously. Or if he was totally stark, probably more likely. But anyway, look, no, so no, Columbo not... didn't have a bionic fucking eye. Okay, I'm an no. idiot. <laughs> Moving on. You two didn't know he had a fucking statue. No, he so didn't. There. It's just one piece at the minute, isn't it? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something sad. So, so St. Colum- Columbia... <laughs> Uh, was travelling through the land and he encountered locals burying a man. They explained the man who's... <laughs> Excuse me, come again. Burying him. Burying the corpse oh, right. of the man. Dead by dust, we're just burying a dead fellow. Did he ask any questions? Well, he's, he's a saint, so I presume he did. Um, they explained the man was swimming when attacked by a water beast. Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> medieval medieval CSI. <laughs> so you're telling me yeah. this big old beast just jumped up out of the water and just killed your mate. None of you that just killed your mate and fucked right back off again. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Can Same. I see the body? No. <laughs> and you fuck. Surely it would have some bite marks or bruising or damaging. Yeah, it's oh, got all that. To be got, honest, got that. I came across but two people in the woods burying a body. This is a group of people. A group of people burying a body. Yeah. It goes all silent and weird and they say, a water beast come out of the water and killed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, man, I believe you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to stay. I didn't yeah, see nothing. Something smells fishy here. <laughs> well, I didn't Mike. see nothing. Remember, this is the 6th century AD and he's a travelling sort of holy man. He's probably pretty safe. He's, a, you know... Well, it's the 6th century, man. It was, it's notoriously pretty violent part Yeah, of but he's, he's also, like, as a priest, most people have got that underlying religiousness. They probably mm. wouldn't go there to kill a priest. Yeah, but to say they're yeah, but skin. if you start meddling in, in the affairs, oh, it will. Oh, hang on, let me, let me just wrote what I, write, tell you what I wrote down. In case locals burying a man, for all he knows, he could have gone to the village as a funeral on. They're not just burying him inside the lake. There could be a funeral on. Right. And he's like, oh, what happened? I'm a saint, I can do some shit. But it wasn't a funeral, it was two blokes burying another bloke well, inside of the lake. Well, St. Columbia... He's... One of them great big oars just fell on his head. <laughs> now fuck off, Mr. Saint. Or shank it, you fuck. Uh, one more thing. 
The great big sea beast, you say? Yeah, he went that way now. Fuck up. Before you, before you throw your glass eye in the sea. It's bionic, don't you know? Not in the sixth century. Time-travelling monk. Oh, no, that throws a whole perspective into things, doesn't it? What, Can we speak the detective? <laughs> that autistic oh one. my god, that means you know, you've got two of the greatest detectives on yeah. TV joining together to solve the Nettie case. A traveling through time. <laughs> wow. In another dimension, it's happening. It is. Well, they might not find Nessie, but at the very least, they'll be able to prove that these two cunts murdered this other guy. <laughs> In a parallel universe, they are hunting Nessie. <laughs> well, they are, yeah. yeah. All things yeah. are happening. Yeah. So, um, can I carry on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're just questioning the same story. Whoa. We're journalists, oh. Ben. <laughs> That's true. Um, I like how St. Columbia sent a follower into the water. Didn't go himself. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> exactly. The beast approached him, but St. Columbia made the sign of the cross and said, Go no further, do not touch the man, and go back at once. And the creature stopped as if pulled by ropes and then fled. The power of Christ compels you. It's an unholy beast, and therefore it's been banished by a saint. Charlie Nessie? Well, now I think the priest's full of shit as well. <laughs> he's in on it with the two blokes who murdered him. <laughs> do you think he's took a kickback? Yeah, we'll all, we'll all stick to the, the big to beast the church, story. My, my, my son. There you go. Well, that's exactly what he just said. You yeah. two get away scot-free with the murder and the burial, and I get to tell a fucking story about a giant scary beast. That I was banished. That I banished with just using the power of Christ. That'll do wonders to be sainted. Everyone's a winner. Just keep it stubborn. Oh, and here's a piece of paper. Thanks for the money. Here's a piece of paper resolving you all sin for the rest. Yeah. Up to now. There you go. Signed yeah. by me, St. Columbia. There you go. Have Sorted. that. And when it was all over, the two blokes who murdered that one in the first place shanked him in the back. And took the money back? Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. so well that ends well in the 6th century. <laughs> and then they went off to visit some local whores. 6th <laughs> <laughs> century prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. They used some of their money to buy them tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 6th century, no. Uh, I got you some wooden teeth, my dear. Oh, teeth? Sorry, yeah, what tea? Tea in the 6th century? Why would I buy a hook of teeth? <laughs> Why would they buy a hook of teeth? <laughs> of teeth? Just because, you know, they, they look better with teeth than they look less like crackers yeah. in the 6th century. I think it's anyway. more to do with just malnourishment and poor hygiene. Mm, I guess. And you plague. Know. No, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't eat the sign of... Mind me, you boys. Don't let them squirt on you. <laughs> well, she had the plague. Poor yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, I'll move it forward because uh, we got to um, D. McKenzie in 1871 or 1872. He saw an object resembling an upturned boat or a log wiggling and churning up the water. Probably because it was an upturned boat or a log. <laughs> D. So McKenzie. Hold on. So he's admitted what he, he, he has seen a log. Resembling. So uh. the, one, the, the, the stereotypical thing of Nessie is there's a hump in the water, mm. isn't there? And then there's the long neck. Well, he, obviously the neck might be under the water. He sees the, the hump sticking out. It's moving. There's a wake in its trail. That's what most of these sightings are, sadly. It's um, sticks. <laughs> logs just drifting away and they're big logs and it's just creating a wake. I mean, most, and most of this footage is filmed a fucking long way away. Mm. And even with our... I mean, because there are sightings from 2018, right? you'd think smartphones, hey... Drones. Or drones. 
pretty good HD. No, it's all shit because it's Took so your far away. In the middle of the lake. <laughs> well, you try that, and that's how it goes on. So <laughs> the mic stand. It's the Colombo method. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so, so far away, as Mike says, when there's no horizon, it just, oh, look at what's that over there. And they yeah. zoom right in, and everything's just really pixelated and grainy. I, I, it is when well, you zoom like in. A, like pictures of UFOs, that's why UFOs are never great. Was it like thousands of miles in the air? No, Mike, that's because of cloaking technology. Oh, right. <laughs> well, maybe the Nessie's got cloaking technology. Well, that'd be scary. This lake, right? I know it's big, but it's it's smaller than Scotland. And yeah. We, right. We know. We know. <laughs> well done, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Scotland just isn't the bit around me. the middle of Loch Ness, you know. Stay with me. I'm doing science here. That famous lakeside city of Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> the Loch is smaller than Scotland. Yeah. And we know what's in Scotland, don't we? And all the other bits of Scotland. Scots. Right. Oh, we Mountains. know what's there, though. We've got satellite imagery Heather. of every square inch of it. And we yeah. know what's there. There's no unexplored bits of Scotland. No. So, how the fuck can an animal hide in the loch? Because it's murky and you can't see underwater. We've got yeah, and it's also one of the deepest... It's the deepest yeah. lake in the country as well. It's that deep, though, is it? Sea it's very deep. deep. We can find what's in the... Well, we don't know what's in the sea, do we? But, OK. No, we've only, we've only d- um, discovered about, what, 5% of it? But the Something lock like ain't that. as deep as the sea, is it? It's not far off. Not, well, not the deepest point of the sea, but it is very deep. Actually, Mike, can we just um, quickly Google how deep is Loch Ness? Is That's it a some... big hole in the middle of our island, then? Well, they're a bit of the island. Yeah, pretty much. It's a big inland freshwater lake. Or is it salt water? I forget. Let's Google it. I've got some facts here. I remember it being so here. Why, oh, there we go. I just think it's it's 750 feet deep and holds more water than in all of the lakes and rivers England's uh, lakes and rivers of England and Wales combined. Wow! It's the second largest lock by surface area and the largest by volume. So it's not even the biggest, the widest, biggest lock. It's pretty fucking big. Holds more water than all the lakes and rivers in England and Wales combined. There you go. So looking for Nessie is literally like trying to find a needle. In a fucking massive lock full of haystacks. Well, they've been doing this for years. They have. They've been doing it for years. They, and they have found it by now. It's a well, small you, bit of water. You would think so, yeah. Yeah. I imagine. Comparatively speaking, I know it sounds deep and impressive. Uh, not as deep and impressive as my poetry, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not that big a bit of bit of water, is what I'm trying to say. They should have found it by now. Part of the lock is 812 feet deep and has been named Ness's Lair. Oh, nice. I go look in there. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that's there's a clue to the name. It's right, probably yeah. got a throne. <laughs> gold. Yeah, a slave and a chain. You found me. You get my gold. <laughs> <laughs> I've been collecting this for years. Now, it's like, all right, but look at it another way. It's 812 feet deep. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can't dive in a suit that depth. Yeah? That seems excessive. A submarine yeah. to James Cameron yeah, went yeah, down. That's a great, or two. but he's going to look for the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Like that gets people excited. Like, oh, the Titanic! Oh, no one's ever really been down there. Like, do you want to go and see if we can find this mythical beast, the Loch Ness monster? Yeah, I need you submersible for like a two weeks. It's going to cost X amount of million dollars. Nah, fuck off! I don't keep the money. Going to the Titanic? Oh, that's different, isn't it? That's you can make some money out of that. You can make some money you out of Loch Ness. Fucking money out of Ness. You know that not Loch Ness isn't fucking real. <laughs> You're not going to get a government grant, are you? No. 
And he case a lot of money. He's going to have to be a private individual. Yeah, it would take some eccentric billionaire to do that. <laughs> Although saying that, <laughs> one million people visit Loch Ness each year and it generates 25 million quid for the local economy. Well, if every one of those people... Put a quid in. Put one, yeah, put one less fucking sausage roll to stuff down their face and just throw a quid in a bucket, maybe in 200 years we could buy a submersible. And what happens if they they search it inch by inch and they find nothing? Well, you know it's bollocks. Well, then you aren't going to get 25 million quid for the local economy. No, that's so true. So maybe the people in charge who want like, people looking. Look, look, they're standing in the way of the look, truth. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to jump off the fence For money slightly. again. Okay. For money I'm, again. I'm just going to jump off the fence slightly. There isn't a monster. It's just bringing 25 million quid into their local economy every year. Is there so they don't want or... anyone to find anything. That's what I've just said. Exactly. Yeah. It's pure capitalism, Mike! Yeah, but it exists because, you know... Of course it is! Monsters, nicknames, I'm not, I'm not doubting that someone... <laughs> I'm not doubting that at some point someone has thought they've seen a fucking sea monster, right? Living in Loch Ness. Probably because of the abundance of whiskey in Scotland. <laughs> Quite possibly. There are 200,000 searches for the Loch Ness monster on Google each month. Yeah, but they should be searching Google. They should be searching the fucking lake. They should be searching their hearts. Normal visibility. <laughs> Normal visibility underwater is no more than four inches. Yeah, four inches is pretty big. That's like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm holding my hands quite far apart. That was a visual gag for the room. <laughs> well, just paint your cock. Fucking luminous. Make it radioact- radioactive paint on it. Yeah. <laughs> and gives it a glow. And you'll know you've got four inches of, of light. I accept that mean that is shit visibility. Mm. There are or two layers so. of radioactive sediment beneath what? the water of Loch Ness. The first was a result of the Chernobyl disaster. Home. What was the second? Well, probably... What was the other explosion we had? Fukushima? Could be that. So it's been absorbed into the lake through the atmosphere of fallout. Yeah, the rain's come down, radioactive yeah, rain, it's, it's late. Oh. Yeah. So are we now into the realms that Nessie is in fact a, um, a radioactive oh, monster fuck. like Godzilla? Oh shit. If one day... Good, is it? You know, some fish has fucking had some of that sediment, all of a sudden, massive neck, Actually, big flippers. No, think about it. Because this pleosaur shit swimming and it lives in water, so it'd just be a giant one that shit swimming. Yeah. It gets on the land and flaps about a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's that one there? Uh, can I read that? Yeah. On April 1st, 1972, newspapers announced that Nessie was dead. Oh, no. It was part of an April Fool's Day prank organised by John Shields oh, of Flamingo Park Zoo, who planted a dead seal in the luck. <laughs> wow, humour was much different in the 70s. <laughs> Look at that dead thing, it's not Ness. All the kids are crying. Yeah. Oh, it's alright, it's not dead, that's the I was joking. It's a dead baby seal. I flipped ah, like up to death. <laughs> In the name of a jape. A jolly newspaper jape. All those traumatised children. Ah, uh, kids were trouble back in the 70s. <laughs> I just kicked him into the lock. There's not the fuck of water in here, right? <laughs> Without your tears. Yeah, sorry. The Thatcher government seriously oh. considered an official Loch Ness mon- monster hunt. There was even talk of using dolphins from America to help look for it. 
Oh, that's brilliant. I like the sound of that. Oh, weren't they cutting everything else? Yeah, yeah they with laser swords attached to their backs and stuff. No, it was dolphins. Oh. They were persecuting the miners, weren't they? And After shit on my dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yep. Makes for good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and tears. <laughs> Only for you. I know. What's that then, Mike? Well, that's an image taken by an Apple Maps satellite above Loch Ness, but, I mean, that's nothing like the monster that anyone's ever fucking described. No, it looks like a whale, doesn't it? Yeah, or a giant squid. Hammerhead shark. Or jellyfish. Jellyfish, massive jellyfish. That's what my money's on. Or a giant lost the tip of his penis. I'm sorry, I was spitballing. (laughs) The Loch Ness never freezes due to thermocline effect. Meaning, as the high as the water in the highest hundred meter cools, it will sink and be replaced by the warm water from the depths. This can make the lock steam on very cold days. Oh, perfect for camouflage, you mm. see. Mm. In 1970, the majority of the 13th series of Doctor Who was set in and around Loch Ness. Well, I never watched that, so don't know. <laughs> the um, the castle on the edge of the lock has been owned by none other than our good friend uh, Alistair Crowley. Mr. Oh. And uh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin bought it, and I'm pretty sure they, he wrote some, an album in there. Yeah, he was into all that sort of satanic stuff, wasn't he, Page, and that? Well, a cult. A cult, and whatever. In 1976, a group of people used bacon as bait in the hope of finding the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> well, they'd have found me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and me. Well, yeah, and uh, scientist Adrian Shine. Has been looking for Nessie for over 25 years. You may want to fucking. I've got a video on him actually. I'm a, I'm a... Is he a character? Quote? He is a character. Is he the one that lives in the caravan and looks at not Ness all day? Oh, we'll find out, shall we? Yeah, okay. It's on the History Channel, I think. We all want monsters. We want things that are bigger than we are, frightening, and hidden. But to be hidden, they have to be in lost worlds. And to some extent, Loch Ness is a lost world because of its darkness and its depth. It is those elements that, quite frankly, I'm probably responsible for reducing. Oh, somewhat. he's a character. I'm Adrian Shine. I'm a naturalist. I lead the Loch Ness Project, which researches Loch Ness. And I have designed the public exhibition called the Loch Ness Center at Drumnadrock. Loch Ness is not huge on a world scale. But it is in terms of depth, and it was that aspect which attracted me. And so the search in the 70s moved underwater, and I was part of that. I've been here for 10 years. I'm getting older. (laughs) The problem at Loch Ness was deep, dark, cold water. But there was another loch called Loch Mora, which had clear water and a similar monster tradition. That's where I began in 19... You're in the wrong lock, mate! (laughs) (laughs) I built a submarine, a small submersible observation chamber to exploit that clear water. And I was looking upwards against the daylight on the surface, hoping that something big would swim over the top. But I saw so much more. Even the little tiny plankton would be outside the window and so I developed a much greater general interest in what was going on in the lock. We ended up moving slowly 
from trying to ambush an anomaly to looking at the general environment, things that were plausible, such as the food web. Loch Ness is a cold water environment and it is surrounded by mountains of very ancient hard rocks which yield extremely few nutrients. That is limiting to reptiles, for example, like the favourite plesiosaur. When I was nearly eight years old, I was taken by my parents to a little town on the east coast of England called Munchley. And one evening, we walked down to the beach, and out towards the horizon, we saw a series of fast-moving humps, all in line, moving across our field of view. And that was the first time that I became aware of controversy. The fact that a conventional wisdom, i.e. science, did not believe in sea serpents, and yet witnesses who saw them did. My aunt, you saw it, didn't you? Yeah, oh, distinctly. I don't like those monsters myself. I just noticed a small, dark shape just out of the corner of my eye. We saw this great neck emerge from the water. And then there was the long neck, and you could see the three humps. Our brains spend a lot of time trying to work out what we're seeing and then telling us that we're seeing it. And so what should be in Loch Ness? It should be a Loch Ness monster. Now the stereotype of the Norwegian sea serpent with its relatively short head and neck and lots and lots of humps, we explained at Loch Ness. It was boat wakes. The Caledonian Canal means that quite large vessels move through and the wave train left behind them is called a displacement wake and when viewed from a low angle results in a remarkable illusion of solid humps. Now they were left with the plesiosaur stereotype, with its longer neck and its shorter body. Now how could that be explained? What on Loch Ness has these flexible, long necks that we do know about? Okay. Uh, submersibles with long-headed things stuck to And it might sound outrageous to suggest that these long-necked birds could produce monster sightings because of scale. But consider now the situation when the water is calm, it's flat, and doesn't contain recognizable objects. How then do we judge the scale of an object we do not recognize? And the answer is it's very difficult. If we don't recognize the bird and we can't judge the scale, then we are left with an image which is very similar to that famous surgeon's photograph that is the picture we would all recognize of a Loch Ness monster. It is simply the conclusion of it being a monster because of the perceived scale. And the perceived scale, in the absence of evidence of scale, comes from expectation. I think if we were to get a fish on the scale that the contacts would suggest, then I don't think anybody would be too dissatisfied. And all those eyewitnesses would have their vindication. When I present the mystery of the Loch Ness Monster, I'm as anxious to show the lessons of what we've actually done. We haven't sat around the lock failing to photograph a Loch Ness monster for 40 years. <laughs> we have yes, lessons yes, outside the natural history and more into human perception.
Shall I tell you about the surgeon's photograph? Because that's the famous one. Just, should we just say quickly that on bloke's him? name was Adrian Shine. And he's been there two. for 40 years. Yes, he seems like a nice bloke I'd like to have a joint with, but fucking... Oh, I bet he smoked a lot of weed. Uh, with a beard thing. like that. <laughs> I don't know, he looks a teetotaler to me. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, them long, cold nights on fucking Loch Ness. Tot of whiskey in your tea, Doctor. All we right. could persuade him. But tell us about the really weird shit you found. I found a bag of dildos <laughs> right at the bottom. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <His> bottom? <laughs> they call it Ness's Lair because of all the bondage gear I found down there. I was a prisoner for 12 years. <laughs> In my submersible. I was an underwater sex slave. <laughs> Being whipped. Mercilessly by Nessie and her hordes of sexual demons of the deep. Wow. Um, Sound too bad. <laughs> Sounds like a nice weekend away from Mike. Ooh, chains and whips. Ooh, suffocation. No, no penis. Where's the sub? Where's the sub? <laughs> oh, also, the fact that your penis is in a mother of ancient. So, the surgeon's photograph, which yes. is the one he mentioned now, is a big famous one. You've seen it. You must have seen it. One with the long necks to get the water. We saw it on the video. Saw it on the video just then. The um, but they'll know the one. They'll know the one. Look it, it up. Look it up. Surgeon yeah. picture. Um, taken by one. was um, Robert Kenneth Wilson, a London gynaecologist. Upmarket gynaecologist. The fuck out. <laughs> no. Never. No, that's true. Wow, I don't know why that amuses me, but it does. Yeah. He's looking for Fanny on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> looking a bit of saucy nude sunbathing, wasn't he? Mate? Actually, we're suggesting that all gynaecologists are just vagina-obsessed madmen. Of course they are. <laughs> Actually, I, I think they, they, they must fucking, you know, see it every day. <laughs> what, about these, what about the nasty ones you'd see? That's what I mean. So wouldn't that... That could be like a mental blocking sex. You're a gynecologist. I'm sure the lovely ones make up. Right? Yeah, maybe. Especially these more are lovely looking, ones than nasty are you ones. Many lovely ones, or...? Most people go to gynecologists when they're ill, do they? Or? No, they all have to go regular, man. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. health things, yeah. you know. So you'll see a full range. Yeah. I'm sure for every... You'll see a plethora. So for every fucking inside-out camel that you see, you know, for everything, <laughs> for everything that looks like a run-over badger... For everything that needs a nip and tuck. Anything that looks like a badger that's been run over, you know, you'll see something <laughs> lovely that will... Warm your heart. I don't know he's what it's like to be a He's literally drowning in binge, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> and um, he was looking at the lock when he saw the monster on the 21st of April 1934. Quickly grabbing his camera, he took four photos, but only two came out clearly. The first shows a small head and back, and the second shows a similar head in a diving position. But only the first photo gained attention due to the second's blurriness. Although seen as definitive proof for many years with explanations sort of touted about, oh, it's, it's driftwood and oh, even more weird, an elephant. What? Well, apparently, <laughs> travelling circuses at the time, <laughs> mm -hmm. when they it's... were passing Loch Ness, will let the elephants out to have a play in the lock. Oh. Nelly! Yeah? It's not Nessie, it's Nelly. Nelly the elephant passed Don't the trunk and went for a swim in the lock. <laughs> she fucking drowned and the body floated No, elephants swim. People thought it was a monster. Elephants swim fine. But really it was a... Yeah, but not to like 800 feet. Well, they didn't that far. They don't want to go she back, was, didn't she they? She was sucked down. To the, it was a tragic story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, don't want to hear about elephants drowning. The whole circus had to stand by at the side of the lock and watch their beloved elephant who they'd known for years 
just drown helplessly and die and then float around while like birds and stuff pecked at its flesh and some other people Man, that's just thought that that was the Loch Ness Monster but it just, was Nelly that's fucking grim dog that's tragic well that behind is... every great story there's a fucking dead elephant <laughs> <laughs> not really what kind of great stories have you what <laughs> <laughs> experiences have you had <laughs> and why are you killing elephants you cunt I don't know what's wrong with me tonight you're talking about like a film co- uh, company <laughs> every skip that comes in has he got a dead elephant <laughs> get rid of it get out of here you'll never work in this town again <laughs> Oh man! Have you seen Dumbo? Dumbo doesn't die in Dumbo. He, <laughs> he did for me. He, he did, did the version I watched. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't believe elephants should be killed. Oh god no! I was just painting a, you know, an the audio gr- picture. A grim dark picture of a dystopian future where. Well, no. A dystopian past where elephants are just killed by dirty locks and then well, made yeah, just think there won't be elephants soon so but then well yeah that's don't happier. make me think about that but this is the, but there's part two to the story after a certain amount of flesh was pecked away from the elephant corpse by predators it, it became it started to sink it sank all the way to the fucking radioactive layers brought back to life yes yeah the electricity started to refire between the neurons and yeah, an undead zombie oh. Nessie elephant morphing into something greater than it once had been. Yes, and that's what Nessie truly is. There, we've solved it again. Fantastic. Well, we just pack in there, the joke. That's Nessie solved for all you conspiracy freaks out there. Yeah. Woo! That's why you listen um, to us. Yes, um, the problem was with it though, in, um, in 1975. A Sunday Telegraph article, which did fall into obscurity, revealed the creature was in fact a toy submarine built by Christian Sperling, the son-in-law of one Marmaduke Weatherall. Great name. What a name. Yeah. Weatherall had been ridiculed by the Daily Mail, twats, (laughs) uh, after he found Nessie footprints that turned out to be fake and he vowed revenge on them. (laughs) So So his son-in-law... Got revenge for him by making a little toy submarine, sticking a big long neck on it, firing it into the lot, taking a picture, fooling the fooling the press. He's had a bit of silent revenge for his father-in-law, mm. isn't he? Yeah. And the Daily Mail have tried to since bury this article. It was the Daily Telegraph oh. that buried it. It fell into obscurity, but that could only be because it was only published in the Daily Telegraph. And in the mm. 30s, there wouldn't have been that many papers about. You'd have had the Mail, the Telegraph, the Times, the Times. The Times don't report shit like that. The other day, they all made mm. fucking. They all for the ruling class. The Times, wasn't it? Well, Only half the population could probably read. To be fair. Also, well, I don't think thirties. Of course, they're good. Do you think? Yeah. They don't pit eight years old, didn't they? Yeah, I think they've been taught how to read a little bit. They couldn't read. I think only posh kids could read. No, no, I, th- I think they'd be able to read. T-shirt. Not to a good standard. Not not to read the Times or the Telegraph. No, not to read the Times or the Telegraph. They could look at the phone. They couldn't <laughs> afford it. They might steal yeah, one out of the rich man's bag to wipe their ass. They might find one left in the bin that they yeah. decide to pick up. I don't know. They would use half of it to clean the crusty shit from their fucking jippo ass cheeks. <laughs> and they were after light the fire and like sort of families will defrost. <laughs> Dickensian man. It was a 30s, Edward, were we in Edwardian. the Great Depression, weren't we, I suppose, in the 33? I don't know, history. everything was Hitler was going to prominence in 33. Look, in my it mind... Was. He took over in 33. There we go, Nazis. 
In my mind, you everything got cold, before... You got cold, you got Nazis, oh my god, you got Grimdark. Uh, everything before 1940 yeah. is just like Edwardian, Dickensian, it all mixes into one. It goes like, people with swords, Viking type people. Right, is this your take on history? Yeah. Guys, it's history. It's sort of like, you've got Romans and that. Then then it all gets a bit Viking-y, doesn't it? And like Robin Hoody. And then like bronze and stuff comes along and it all gets a bit... No, you, you, you really, you really, you put the bronze in at really the wrong time then, there, mate. Bronze then, comes in before the Roman. No, then it's all a bit, it's all a bit fucking... Then there's the cavemen. It's all a bit Dickensian. You've got the Normans. Yeah, I don't know about it. It's all a bit, you know... You've got no 1066. Yeah, it was intense. It got his eyes out. Yeah, That's, <laughs> that fits out. in the that fits into the whole <laughs> the bit the Robin Hoodie bit. It's all no, swords and point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, then it all goes a bit hot air balloons and like top hats and <laughs> telescopes. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got around in a hot air balloon with a uh, top hat and a telescope. Yeah, then, then the Nazis come out. <laughs> Right, then it's, it's war for a bit. Yeah. We missed war-y. World War One completely. It's war- yeah, we don't think about that one. It's a bit war-y. Then it's fucking rock and roll and Elvis. And then I, my history starts getting good then. Yeah, I have to do individual decades then. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that next episode. Yeah. There you go, yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I know about all of them. I think we've just done the Bronze Age up to... Uh, the Bronze Age, probably. the 60s. I thought it was the Bronze Age that came after the Romans. <laughs> the, I, for I, the Bronze I, Age, the 60s in three minutes, guys, just sum it all up. Brilliant. And the 80s is when, like, it's basically A-H, you've got B-H and A-H, before Hulkamania. Oh, Hulkamania. I see. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Back to Nessie. <laughs> that was a fucking detail, wasn't it? Showing how much of a fucking... Um, none of that was put on, folks. I'm a genuine historical tool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he is. I am a tool, historically. Well, the, the Bronze Age uh, mix, it wasn't too bad. Well, he did jump quite... He did miss the Renaissance, you know. Humanity's enlightened well, in skipped, the 15th... He, skipped, sort of he the, did the, skip quite a bit. Sort of but 1500s, I mean... At least the, it was in some, some kind of chronological order. Apart from the Bronze Age. Apart from the Bronze Age. <laughs> That's well out. That's terrible. Bye, mate. Well, I don't know what the Bronze Age is. Is that why they've got swords? He's out by about 2,000 years, though. <laughs> yeah. Plus. I was not hired for fucking history. <laughs> oh, we look at um, what, the ancient Greeks at their peak, you're sort of talking, what, uh, 300 BC was Thermopylae, somewhere around that sort of period. So ah, 300, where the blokes were six-packs. Yeah, they were the Bronze Age, technically. They had bronze weapons and armour, so... Right. Uh, so I was yeah, right. talking 300 BC, but it's coming to the end of that at that point. Mm. 300 BH. Yeah, that one. Before Hogan. <laughs> God, I hope that That'd be 2300 BH, wouldn't it? Oh man, just think when Hogan becomes president in a weird fucking sort of, uh, what's that film, idiocracy kind of thing. He'd be a great president. <laughs> We're gonna redo the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, plants they need Gatorade, they need electrolytes. <laughs> Eat your vitamins. Do steroids. Yeah. <laughs> Human growth hormone. Yeah. I don't care. He's my hero. Fucking okay. okay. Nessie. Good for you. Nessie. Uh, sonar <laughs> readings nineteen fifty five were taken by the fishing boat Rival Three. They revealed a large object keeping pace with the vessel at a depth of hundred and forty six meters, four hundred and seventy nine feet. It was a shadow. It was detected for 800 metres, at 2,600 feet, before contact was lost and no other sonar contacts were uh, conclusive. 
Mm. Was he brought to the service? Was Nessie brought to the service by those pings? And then thought, oh fuck, that's a boo. <laughs> 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 that's not a fish. <laughs> that's not a fish. This is a fish. <laughs> no, um, Nessie whips his dick. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm on about. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Delve the Nessie porn for a minute. <laughs> oh man, I've been seeing a lot in, in some groups where uh, someone's written some kind of Bigfoot erotica. Oh dear. <laughs> next, that's that's your next market, Gaz. You got two weeks off. Nessie erotica. Uh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Loch Ness Muppet of 1977. The Loch Ness Muppet. Yeah, 21st of May, 1977. Anthony Doc, air quotes, Doc in air quotes, Shields, a uh, magician and self-proclaimed psychic. Claimed to have summoned the creature from the water and described it as like an elephant squid. <laughs> however, clearly, however, he was however, clearly on acid. However, the photos he took are fucking terrible <laughs> and hence the name Muppet because it looks blatantly obvious, it's utterly staged and there's no ripples in the water from around. It's just literally a foam head sticking at the water that you took a picture that of. That guy was eating a lot of acid. It was the 70s. And he yeah. actually used a Muppet. <laughs> it was the drummer animal. <laughs> hey, maybe. Yeah. Just a blurry photo. I mean, this gives you... Most of those, we can put down these, most of the scale of the lock. I mean, 26th of May 2007, a guy called Gordon Holmes videotapes a jet black thing, 40 metres, about 46, 46 feet long. But... The footage is so far away, it could be a seal, an otter, a water bird, as we've said. The, the, a plastic a, bag. A plastic bag with full of full of a dildos. Really? Used condoms. Used condoms, yeah. who knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I once caught a seven-inch black rib novelist. <laughs> <laughs> Canal fishing. <laughs> there was a sonar image in 2011. Uh, Loch Ness boat captain Marcus Atkinson focused a sonar range of 1.5 metre, 4.9 feet, unidentified object underneath the boat, or certainly sonar image of it. But a scientist from the National Oceanographic Centre said it's a bloom of algae or zooplankton. Mm. Exotic. Somebody sneezed yeah. on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> all that, yeah. in all fairness. There's been searches for Nessie in 1934. During 1962 and 1972, the sonar study of 67-68 and the Robert Ryan studies of 72, 75, 2001 and 2008. Uh, in 2008, Ryan's search of the creature become extinct because of temperature changes due to global warming. In other words, you couldn't find it, so it didn't fucking exist. Yeah. Oh, but I don't... It, it doesn't exist. It's died out. It's died That's out. why I couldn't find it. It's dead. Dead before that there, mate. Yeah. Died out, global warming. Uh, Sorry to all the investors whose millions I spent, but yeah, dead before I got there. Exactly. Did you find the corpse? No, you didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, problem. Um, so we, we've gone through some of the, the misidentifications bird wakes, eels, elephant, Greenland shark, apparently is one, type of shark. The sharks in the rock. Um, yeah, it could be. It was, it's you know. cold, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Greenland shark, I suppose. It's oh, well, yeah, I suppose. It looks cold. cold um, a Wells catfish, catfish yeah, which has been being. released uh, by somebody because it's. Isn't it like fucking huge for a fish? Oh, it's, it, it's a program called River Monsters. Have you ever seen it? I keep getting told to watch it, it weirdly. Yeah. And there's these catfish now, they're fucking huge, yeah? And they've learnt to snatch pigeons 
Wow. Well, so, so they cup on the shore. Yeah. Just grab it in its mouth and just pull it under. So to quote, to misquote, to, to misquote one of our favourite films. Well, they got your leg. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they'd probably fucking take a nasty yeah. bite out of it, but. So to misquote one of our favourite films, Ghostbusters, like, oh, one hell, is it? oh man, I'm, you may be waiting, I've fucked up the quote. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone saw a catfish in the lock, one hell of a catfish, bite your head off, man. But <laughs> <laughs> it will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could it could get hold of your ankle. If you could take a pigeon, it could get over your ankle, knock you off balance, and you'd fall into the water and drown, yeah. possibly. Yeah. And it'll feast on you for a few days. Yeah. Reminds me of one of my favourite Family Guy episodes, the catfish one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Salty. Is it called Salty? No, the, 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 the fish is called something else, but the sailor's called Salty, mm. and he's the one that designed the fish. That's it, yeah. yeah. It's mechanical, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's good, though. Is it a Peter becomes a pirate, doesn't he? That's it. No, no, no. Peter's the fisherman. Oh, the fisherman. Yeah, that's it. A searching for Daggermouth. Daggermouth. Twenty thousand yes. dollar reward for Daggermouth. <laughs> but it's actually an animatronic robot designed by Salty the Sailor. <laughs> Trying to get a Nickelodeon deal. So <laughs> <laughs> um, other misidentifications are trees, wakes from boats, optical effects, seismic gas, swamp gas, swamp gas, folklore and hoaxes. Let's face it, people like to fucking hoax mm-hmm. you. So in tw- there is a search going on at the minute, believe it or not. Right, who's wow. conducting that? This guy called Professor Nick Gremmel. He's a New Zealand scientist, and he's testing DNA found in the water over a two-week period to determine what creatures live in the loch. Oh, yeah, I did hear about this, yeah. But They're going to find a uh, nesting, though, are they? No, probably not. Well, in a sample of DNA. water. How <laughs> big's a sample of water? Yeah, isn't it? Well, I presume they're, I don't know, I don't know they're doing it. But he's take, that's taking samples of water and uh, testing it. I'm not a scientist, Mike. He's going to be very hopeful in that one sample of water to get Nessie, like well, in this big glass box. They're testing it over Well, t- we got it! <laughs> hey, maybe when you're not really looking lucky for dip. her, when you're not really looking for her, that's when you'll find her. You yeah. might find microbial Nessie fecal matter. Yeah, DNA. Still DNA. I mean, maybe he's taking massive samples of water and he's got a boat dredging stuff up and then lifting it up. Maybe he's got an If you really want to find it, you drain the lock. He's not going into the jam jar and just dipping it in every day. You're testing that. No Nessie. <laughs> no Nessie. Yeah. No Nessie. The yeah, do they doing DNA testing? I don't know, Mr. Burns does it in The Simpsons. So what? We have to fire a he massive missile at the bottom of it to drain it. I don't know how they do it, but to dredge it, that's the only way you're going to find out. Yeah. Get a two mile long neck. It's seven hundred meters long. I don't do maths. Get a net that's seven hundred meters long, eight hundred meters long. Eight hundred and twelve feet. Two boats. Two big boats. Either side. Drop it in and dredge the entire thing. Kill every living marine animal in there. (laughs) But we will finally put this shit to bed. Well, they're gonna die soon anyway, so. Yeah, the acid rain will get them the nukes or the Great. or the pervert or the Tories or the plastic <laughs> or the priests or the Tommy Robinson supporters. Yeah, they're not safe. Can we throw them in there as well? That'd be nice. We can feed Nessie. Did you know this government wants to put nuclear waste under national, national parks. parks? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's not good. Well, well Brexit, Britain. I'd, I'd prophesize a nuclear wasteland being fought over by roving gangs of road warriors. It looks like we to be proved right. And when we write uh, comedy, the uh, the Brexit Chronicles. Yes. Yes. That'll be in it. 
Yeah, it's, uh, mm. that's how it's, I did prophesize this and it looks it like is. it's coming true. So I'm going to have to go down the spire and smash Maureen's head in over a tin of beans. Pretty much. So in the, um, the Daily Star, one of our favourite items, hey. articles, newspapers, 18th of December 2016, a monster hunter and cryptozoologist, I love the word monster hunter because they never catch anything. Mm. That's where the hunt uh, is. John Downs says there's no way on earth that the Loch Ness Monster is a pleosaur. And he was appearing with Giorgio. I'm not going to say his last name from Ancient Aliens. Correct. Uh, it's like Tusalukos. It's Greek and I can't say it. So it's Giorgio. Him with the big hair. We're dealing with something more than just a large prehistoric creature. What if the Loch Ness Monster isn't a creature but an alien craft? Okay. He goes on to suggest the log might be a gateway for alien ships to travel through because UFO sightings are numerous around the area. Well, could the UFO sightings around the area have a lot to do with the fact that the area attracts the sort of people that are going to see UFO because they believe in fucking Nessie? Cause and effect. People like you. I'm looking at you, Ben. I don't believe in Nessie. UFOs, though. Yeah. Alien crafts, not necessarily anyway, UFOs, are too aren't interchangeable. I did skip over that, did I? This is a bit of a... So, a spaceship shaped like a fucking... A spaceship shaped like a dinosaur. So what, it's like one of the Power Ranger things. It fucking transforms. Yeah, I don't go this far up the trail, admittedly. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if that was the truth. If I got to ride in the Nessie ship, <laughs> which then transformed into a Nessie bike. You will fuck anything, won't you? I want to ride the Nessie ship. Yes, I will fuck anything, but that's got nothing to do with the fact that I want to ride the Nessie ship. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and yes, while we're at it, of course I would fuck Nessie if I had the chance. So. And it was female. You were bound to ask me. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're an equal opportunities employer. Yes. <laughs> Here's when it comes to cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That is the Loch Ness Monster, what I've got on that. They're looking for it. They haven't found it. Giorgio thinks it's an alien spaceship. Mm -hmm. I think there you go. Bollocks. I think there might have been one there once upon a time. Dead. What, about 150 million yeah. years ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the one that St. Columbo found? Wow. In the alternate universe where Columbo had his um, sonic radar eye, which is also an underwater drone. And Monk was there. And Monk was there. Then, yeah, they found it. But this... Bill Cosby had been one dimension because he was like, they had the Bill Cosby mistress. What? You have to bring it down. In every dimension, <laughs> there's a different He's the famous TV detective with... With luck. Well, yes, with one, of them, yeah, one of them he is. So what happened? You've got David Jason as Frost. Oh, I love him. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other... In Guy this, from Midsummer Murders is there. In, oh, no, I don't want that universe. In this John dimension... Mm. In this he'd be doing double duty as Bergerac. I don't uh, think Nessie is... Lovejoy? Oh, yeah, he'd be there. Lovejoy, Imagine Lovejoy yeah, and his crew on a hunt for the Loch Ness Monster. No. <laughs> I prefer the A-team to go after it. Well, that's true. Anyway, look, I think the not less monster in this dimension, in this reality, I, I, don't, I don't buy this one. Someone should have found it by now. What if multiple realities are bleeding over by the lock and that's what we get it? Well, then that's the truth then, isn't it? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just uh, <laughs> I, uh, Yeah, I, I don't think lucky. Lucky? Nessie's in the lucky. I'm not, uh, I'm not going with it. I, I watched a lot of videos and uh, I wasn't convinced by any of them. 
It just sticks. Prove me wrong, listener. There you go. There's your challenge. Mm. Prove me wrong. Well, I'm going to shock you guys. I'm going to say it exists. <laughs> My fuck. <laughs> you know what? I think there's more chance of Bigfoot existing than Nessie. Probably, oh, yeah. yeah probably. There's more area to search. Yeah. Plus the, um, that big giant ape. What was his name? That's it. That's, That's it. Oh, fucking hell. That's stone drink all You've taken the piss out of my not remembering yeah. the bronze age <laughs> for the Roman age. Or the you get a science badge for that one. Age. Thank you. Gigantopithecus. Not for your bronze age. <laughs> In fact, we've actually just taken away the science badge. <laughs> so you've just got nothing now. My history badge. So, yeah, the Gigantopithecus. <laughs> Uh, could ride Nessie. Well, he was only extinct extinct a hundred thousand years ago. Yeah. Allegedly extinct. Allegedly extinct. Which, if this is a ple- plesiosaurus, that was extinct about one hundred and fifty million years ago. It's a long time. It's gone. It's just tourists wanting to get the money. It's it? twenty five million quid a year in the local economy, which otherwise would have fuck all. Mm-hmm. So Bridge End, there's a Ford plant to McDonald's. <laughs> you know, you got choice. Or get out of there. Same with Loch Ness, probably. But now you can go and work in your dad's Loch Ness souvenir shop, which is fucking raking in a million a year. Sell Loch Ness teddies to Americans. Mm. You should know better. So yeah, that's my conclusions. Yeah. Or or it's an alien spaceship that looks. That like bearded bloke's in every day for a fry up in your cafe. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd chat to him. I like him. Forty oh, years is wasted his life. No, well, he doesn't like think he has. Then other things. He well, built a submersible. I couldn't build that. Fair play to him. There's no fucking dinosaurs in the lock. Yeah. Which is more than the... Um, Bloke testing that DNA. No, I was going <laughs> to say the, the Christian church, you believe it. Yeah. He's probably learned over the years that if he asks really nicely, Mary from the bakery will give him an hand job. <laughs> Not 40, into the dough, though. 40 years. <laughs> oh. Strange, them locals. So yeah, come on, let's let's wrap this. What who? But now nah, I've lost a bit of speech. So yeah, I just I think, um, I think we've done on on, on lock. Yeah, we've done on lock ness. I think we've our verdict. So I'll I'll read you. Ben's I won't go into treat. I won't go into the sightings. I'll read you the names, and we can do this on another episode. Uh, but UK countries, but I'll give you the names. Um, the red-eyed owl man of Maunan. So these are what the top ten. Yeah, top ten UK cryptids. We uh, scroll down a bit, please. Yeah. He's got a hypnotic glowing red eyes, dark wings, he uses a cloak, and long and dirty yellow talons. And he looks like an owl man. Wow. Well, he is called the owl man of Mao Man. Yeah. He looks a little bit like a He-Man villain. He does, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is from a site, uh, Britain Explored, I think it's called. And then we've got the Ape Man of uh, Royal Tombridge Wells, just Bigfoot. Although he's got demonic red eyes, which are bloodshot. Wow. Fangs visible from a distance, and he's tall with a fur-covered body. It's just a hippie. Maybe an escaped hippie. Um, the uh, the Morgua, the sea serpent of foul mouth, uh, short horns with rounded knobs, <laughs> large mouth with many fangs, and a coiled body with small flippers. The typical sort of Chinese. Yeah, typical dragon. sort of yeah, yeah, typical sort of sea serpent, isn't yeah. it? Really. And then we've got um, the Dire Wolves of uh, County Fermanga in Northern Ireland. The Dire? Yeah, they're twice the size of a normal wolf, with red and bloodshot eyes and shaggy grey and black fur. Mm. Although Dire Wolves, of course, were nicked for Game of Thrones as well. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Man of Minch, he's uh, got blue skin with a muscled torso, <laughs> a powerful fish-like tail and long, dark and matted hair. 
Aquaman? Basically, except the modern a... take on Aquaman is a Well, the ancient movie. take on Aquaman. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, the new Aquaman movie currently, he's not a blonde haired man in a tight suit, he's a long haired well, biker seen, dude. I've seen Justice League. Mm, that's what I mean. Yeah. He looks like this guy. Well, with a tail. Yeah, but he's like, you know, the musty, long haired. For uh, the next one, now I know where Ardman. Is it Ardman? Mm. The mm. Um, people that did Wallace and Gromit? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, I thought it was made up, but obviously not. No, it's the the, uh, the were rabbit of the Peak District. Huge, wide set black eyes with a long snout with black nose and muscled legs with long feet. Wow, sounds terrific. The uh, werewolves of Cannock Chase, that's quite local to us. I've been to Cannock Chase many yeah, times. Yeah, so have I. With its narrow and lustful yellow eyes, leering expression, and animal like while semi naked. So still wearing trousers. It's just a hairy nonce, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can we say nonce? <laughs> <laughs> um, the big grey man of Ben McDewey. A giant hominid, is an AP guy, easily 2.5 two metres tall, covered with grey fur and rags and huge shoeless hairy feet. So effectively kind of... Uh, Bit of a UK Bigfoot thing going on. Yeah. It's Scottish. That's why it sounds so weird. McDuey is Scottish for Bigfoot. And then, of course, you have Loch Ness in there. And the Beast of Bodmin Moor. Oh, I've been a famous one. I've been to Bodmin Moor quite a lot. And um, it's it's an exercise ground. It's an army training ground. And I've never fucking seen anything. Uh, so hybrid so of, it doesn't exist because you never seen No, but I've been out at night on that moor a lot. And, and there is an insight into Ben's work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I've never seen anything. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I've never seen anything. I've just been there a lot. some field research. Right. Hybrid of a giant hound and panther, wow. savage jaws and teeth, and dark matted fur with a foul smell. I'd like to point out that a hound and a panther would not be able to breed. They can in this reality, Mike. They're, they're cryptids, they're mystical, they're yeah. powerful, they're magical, like Nessie. Vibrant. She has a cloaking device. Yeah. Because she's a spaceship. And that is it. So That's we might go into some of them in more yeah. detail in future episodes. Yeah, I think we should do a UK weird shit episode. Definitely. But now my favourite one. Dogmen in the UK. Okay. This is from Mysterious Universe and by Neil Redfern, who is a published author and UFO researcher. Neil Redfern, he also used to play for Barnsley. No, not that Neil Redfern. Right. <laughs> Different guy. <laughs> Unless it is the same guy. <laughs> who knows? Just a few nights ago, while I was doing radio, I was asked about the issue of dogmen, as referenced in my recently published book, Shapeshifters. A woman called in and asked if there are any reports in the UK of what have become known as dogmen. It was a good question. For those who may not have heard of the phenomenon, dogmen are wolf-like creatures that wear this estate, can stand and run at very high speed on two legs and four. And of course, all this is very controversial, as the dogmen are the closest, closest equivalent to the legendary werewolf. Needless to say, any mention of real-life werewolves inevitably provokes rolling eyes and shaking heads. Not in this room! <laughs> Uh, but the fact is, there are many hundreds of such accounts on record, many of them chronicled by a woman called Linda Godfrey. Um, there's a lot of reports of dogmen, uh, a spate of them in the summer of 2006, in fact. In late June that year, when all hell broke loose, reports flew around Staffordshire, England's canic chase woods to the effect that nothing less than a fully grown wolf was wildly roaming the area. 
And early on the morning of the June 28th, motorists on junction 10A of the M6 motorway near Canuck jammed highways agencies' phone lines with reports of a wolf-like creature that was seen racing between lanes at rush hour. Motorists stared with utter disbelief as a three-foot-long beast described as greyish-black raced between lanes, skillfully dodging cars before leaping for cover in nearby trees. Can I just say that three-foot-long is not that big? No. Yeah. That could be just a wolf. Or a big dog. Or a big dog. Yeah, a big wolf. So I earlier mean, on in the day, they, they heard on the radio, there's a, there's a giant wolf roaming the area, canic chase. Mm. They see a dog. Boom. Boom. And they're on the motorway doing 70 mile an hour. I think they were in a, a jam. In no, it says 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. Junction yeah. 10A of the M6 motorway. Jammed the highway. Oh, jammed the phone yeah. line. Sorry, I thought So, yeah, they're doing yeah. 70 mile an hour on the motorway. Yeah. Maybe 60 in every traffic. That's pretty... Things go by the flash, you know. You're going to have a very long to the yeah. dog wolf. Well, apparently they, they did think he was probably an escaped husky. There yeah. we go. Um, but Saga Radio, the first meteorologist on the scene, said in reply to the statement to the Highways NG, everyone who's convinced, everyone who saw it is convinced it was something more than a domestic dog. I know it sounds crazy, but these people think it's in a wolf. Well, a husky looks like a wolf. Exactly. Maybe there are a few feral wolves out there. Who knows? Maybe. Well, they used to be indigenous wolves. Maybe. Well, they did, yeah. Did we kill them all in the end yeah. of this country? Yeah. Well, there might be a few. And bears. And bears. Oh man. So uh, yeah, we go on with this. Um, have we got the um, the Dogman of Hull article? Now um, in Hull, of all places, mm-hmm. they had the the Sunday, May fifteenth, and this is a uh, twenty sixteen. Residents were trembling in fear after seeing an eight foot tall werewolf in the British city of Hull. Seven separate witnesses spotted the creature lurking in an abandoned industrial estate outside the centre of Hull. One woman saw it turn from man into beast. She saw the transformation? She did. And then another couple saw something tall and hairy eating a German shepherd next to a drain in a ditch. Tramp? A bear? A tramp? <laughs> and now, and at the time, at the time, locals were planning a werewolf hunt. I don't know how that went down. Couldn't find a follow-up I, I, I can picture the scene now. Pitchforks at the ready. Yeah. yeah. Burning torches. Yeah. Werewolves out. Yeah. I heard it was a Muslim wolf. Oh. Oh. Burn him. Burn him. <laughs> oh, I yeah. bring peace and love. He brings peace and love. Uh. Break his legs. Don't let him get away. It's <laughs> the wolf of peace. Stab it through the brain. Uh Eat its brain stem, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we'll so, go into some of them in a bit more detail later so, on, I think. Yeah. So, America, you've, you've got your little monsters. The rest of the world's got theirs. Mm-hmm. We've got ours. Ours are dog men. Little Jack Russell men. One report I read, genuinely, it said that this woman saw it and said that um, it was as big as her car, which is like a small kind of two-door kind of car. Well, when it was on all fours, I thought... She's exaggerating. Yeah, she may be. We all know the human memory is a fickle thing. And old ladies are cunts. So, I, don't know, I don't know how old she was, in all fairness. Um, a bit harsh. I know, yeah, that was harsh. So, uh, shall we, what are we, what are we finishing up? Bit of with? weird news. Yeah, a bit of weird news. I think we all agree that cryptids are bullshit. <laughs> Some of them. Um, so, uh, this one, Portsmouth, uh, the, the Guardian. Man fined for pretending to be a ghost in Portsmouth Cemetery. <laughs> Brilliant. 
Police spokesman saw, saw it says witnesses complained about Anthony Stallard throwing his arms in the air and saying, Woo! Is that it? Yeah. Is that the extent of him being a ghost? Probably. I thought maybe he may have gone to some effort and makeup effects. Yeah. No. Genuinely, there's was a bloke around here, right? On, and we've got um, Bliss Hill Victorian Museum in our town, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Well, he dressed up in Victorian clothing, got a gas lantern, and started walking around a church in Mainly at oh, night, pretending to be a ghost, wow. and he got spotted, and then he got a. Uh, he was arrested and fined, same as this guy. Arrested and fined? Yeah. Why? Because people were freaking out that it was a public yeah, order disturbance. You, you could scare someone to public death. Public order disturbance. Don't get pretending to be a ghost, Mike. It's against the law. Fucking hell. I think we should go ghost hunting for... Um, it's a fascist yeah. society we live in. Yeah, but if they scared you... Are you sexually identified as a ghost, though? Am I sexually identified <laughs> yeah. as a ghost? Yeah, because if you said that, you'd get away with it. That's an oxymoron of a question, really, isn't it? <sighs> We've had two, at least two articles in Weird News of women claiming to have sex with ghosts. That's true. The Haitian pirate. Yeah, the Haitian pirate guy. Jack. And, and that woman who went on telly saying that miscarriages are just pregnancies by ghosts. Fuck ghosts. And people who pretend to be them. It would have been funny if the Ghostbusters turned up and used their nuclear-powered proton packs to burn the cunt. <laughs> I, think I feel a bit sorry for him because he's 24, he's been out drinking with his mates... They started to play football in the in the cemetery. Um, That's disrespectful. Mm. And uh, the witnesses complained to police that Stellar's roadie behaviour and is pretending to be a ghost. The witnesses reported the group engaging in roadie behaviour and one of them throwing their arms in the air and saying "woo," and he was fined thirty-five quid in order to pay a twenty-pound victim surcharge and twenty quid in costs. That's seventy-five quid. That's incredibly British. That is ridiculous, though, isn't it? 25 quid just for going... That's a very British story, isn't it? Yeah. So I thought, well... He went, woo, officer. I mean, really, woo. Um, A charge of causing criminal damage to gravestones was dismissed. So they're kicking the gravestones over. That's not so good. No, but they've got no evidence of it. I'm more angry at him for playing football in the churchyard. That's that's disrespectful. I would say. Well, so it's been a big ghost, I suppose, but it's been a bit yeah. of fun. But, yeah. but, and I'm just putting this down, if you've got two graves about four or five foot away from one another, they'd make great goalposts. They would, this is true. <laughs> no need for jumpers, and you can put your stuff behind them. Yeah, but there's your no phone, line, your yeah. wallet, your jacket, wouldn't get hit by the ball. Look, just throw it out of- there. Anybody who's not a teenager should not be fucking around in a graveyard. What if the graves yeah. are facing the other way so you weren't diving across them? I don't know. Just putting it out there. Move on. Yeah, yeah. We've got a bit of a cryptid weird news one. Mothman is in spotted in the skies of West Virginia, or it oh. could be a UFO. No one seems to know. Video submitted to MUFON, our friends MUFON. MUFON, big up to MUFON, you share this. Uh, shows a mysterious humanoid flying entity hovering in the skies of West Virginia. Mm. Um, but like I say, MUFON's investigating it as a UFO and not Mothman. Mm. It looks like Mothman. Well, it could be a UFO as well. We're looking at the picture now. If you want to go and see it, it's... Uh... Could be Mothman, could be Batman. Yeah. It could be Batman. See, I think I think that's all of a UFO. Could be the Batwing. Could be the Batwing. Looks like a Stingray, doesn't it, with that tail? Could be a Moth. Yeah. Could be a Moth on the lens of his yeah, camera. Like yeah, like actual Moth. Well, I think we just debunk that one, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Next. 
Greece <coughs> is breeding new types of donkey because of overweight tourists. <laughs> I saw this one. Um, remember when we told see you that a zoo donkey. in Cairo is trying to pass off a painted donkey as a zebra? Yes. See, see my segue? Ah, we had that last time. Yeah. Did. Now they're trying to build a, breed a new type of hybrid donkey that can deal with the weight of the overweight tourists that are being made to carry. Uh, yeah, over the years, the humble donkeys have come one of the symbols of the lovely, picturesque Greek village, Greek island of Santorini. However, the size of some of the tourists who want to ride them up and down the steps of the island is causing the animals to become crippled. Oh, terrible, man. It is. Now the people who keep the donkeys are trying to breed them with hardier mules, which have the capacity to bear a larger weight as well, which will mean they'll find it easier to carry people. I thought mules were sterile. They are, aren't they? They can't breathe. But then again, it's a horse and a donkey, isn't it? Yeah, because a mule. Mules are almost oh, always sterile. Yeah, so you've got to really uh, just try a lot of try a lot of mules with your donkeys. Like an orgy. Yeah, some kind of mule donkey orgy. An equine orgy. Um, Campaigners say the weight they're being asked to, to lug up steep hills and hundreds of steps is unfair to the poor creatures. Right. And that's before we take into account the stifling heat during the summer months. Walk yourself, you fat bastards. But this, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, oh. It can cause spinal problems and spinal injuries, back problems and spinal injuries, and also the issue of ill-fitting saddles cu- coupled with that causing sores and wounds. Oh. Poor bastards. Poor donkeys. Yeah. Yeah, we so basically, if you're that mm. fucking fat, don't go up the fucking, don't go there. Don't walk up the steps. The walk up the steps yourself. Burn some calories. Yeah, be self-aware. Look at yourself and say, I'm too big for that little fucker. So yeah, that that's just a sad state of the human. You know, it's like the condition movie Wally, isn't it? Wally, however you say it. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. On our chairs with donkeys instead. So yeah, oh man, have we got. But the at least show? at least if yeah. they were said that. Um, they, they put a weight limit on getting on the donkeys. That's good. So that's, uh, that if is good. If you don't get on the scale, you can't get on the donkeys. Yeah. I'm sorry, lady. Walk up, walk up the stairs, you fat bitch. Mm-hmm. Or oh, man, whatever. Bastard. You fat bitch bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Never good for likes. Yes. The most popular game show in this flat. Yes. So what happens is, Mike finds us a clip of a random weirdo that he's found on the net. And then he plays us a clip of Alex Jones. And we decide who's gone full Alex. And remember, listener, never go full oh, Alex. Who are you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Okay, so the first one we got is Rodney Howard Brown. Issuing a restraining order to the Antichrist. I'm, I'm here, Rodney. I'm here waiting for you, mate. Uh-huh. The whole global plan for world domination is really driven by the spirit of Antichrist. And I just feel this even now because we pray. Therefore, we pray. And we know the authority that we have. That just like in 2014, when we issued a restraining order, I felt that before I left here tonight, that I need to issue another restraining order. And this one is to do with these entities, these groups, this part of this cabal that is running the planet. And I'm just going to do this right now. So if you think I'm crazy, that's fine. I, I didn't come here. I don't care what people think. I'm here to deliver a message, whether people like it or not. I'm not going to change anything. 
I'm not looking to become accepted. I'm already accepted by him. I'm just a messenger boy. When the Federal Express package comes and you open it and you don't like what the message is, you don't shoot the express delivery guy. He's just delivering the package. I'm just here to deliver the message. If you don't like the message, go talk to the one who gave me the message. I'm just here to deliver it and to stand and to issue the restraining order. Preach. So right now tonight, on this Friday night, night number 35 here at the DAR Constitution Hall, in Washington, D.C., in the shadow of the White House. I take authority over every system that has been set in place by the globalist agenda to destroy America, to take this nation through our universities and our schools and our education system from the daycare all the way to the universities and even to the seminaries. I execute a restraining order against you even now, tonight, in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. I take authority over the spirit of deception that controls the media and Hollywood and all of the entertainment industry. I bind you even now. I render you powerless and ineffective. May your voice grow dim. In the name of Jesus, may the scales fall off the people of America over the eyes. May the ears come unstopped. May the lies be exposed for what they are. You foul devil of hell. You foul spirit of Antichrist, I bind you in the name of Jesus. This is not your hour. This is the hour of the church of Jesus Christ. And to the Antichrist, you can wait in your hole where you belong until we are done and we are not done yet and we are not going quietly into history if it means death then so be it I'm a believer man uh. He's got me. I can see the plant standing up as he walks past. He's got me. I can me. see the language he uses. He's getting standing ovations. Yeah, why people he's paid to stand up and fucking applaud. No, they're paying him. Well, they're paying him and he's paying them. It's all, uh, that's the crowd. Well, he lifted my spirits. I'll tell you, I was mm. ready to go with it there. I'm in the perfect uh, balance of stoned and drunk where I'm quite susceptible. Quite susceptible. Say. Thank you. That's why you're the science officer. <laughs> I'll leave you to the strange. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was, I was, I was like, I could see, was, I could, I'm with it. I'm down. Yeah, it. it's very positive. Yeah, I Hollywood like, is evil, man. I like how he's just sort of going. Yep, yeah, we're in Washington, so um, I'm taking authority over everything. I'm not sure how you can how oh, putting God. a restraining order 
on the Antichrist, on the Antichrist and entire industries, like he said, the entertainment yeah. industry and the games, the movies. How does that work exactly then? Because a restraining order is a legal document mm-hmm. required from a court. No, but it's law. in the name of Jesus. Yeah, to stop you from coming in with a certain distance of it. Yeah, but Hollywood, all those people in that room are like, yeah, boy, they're all really happy. They can still leave that church and like walk past the Hollywood poster. It's not obeying mm-hmm. the restraining order, is it? No, that's a flaw in his argument. Mm. I don't it's quite think, hard to enforce, isn't it? I don't, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I don't think his restraining order carries much legal <laughs> no. weight. Unless, Unless well, first of all, they'd, they'd have to deliver the writ, is it called? Yep. Mm. To so the Antichrist. So, uh, that's all you've got to find the well, Antichrist. I have received Staring nothing so far. No. I have received nothing. <laughs> this guy, I don't know who he is. I <laughs> wasn't aware of him before this. He's a very I'm, good talker, Mr. Rodney. He's very good, I'll give him that, but he knows exactly what language to use. Rodney get him word up. Man. Get him riled up. Yeah. You foul devil of hell! And he's a very... Hey, he's only for that, I'm sat right here! And he's a white gentleman <laughs> talking to a predominantly, uh, I would say, this black is audience. This is African-American audience predominantly. Uh, this uh, is white guys there, though. I can see a couple of white guys at the front. No, they're at the front. Power of grass compels you. It's essentially what he's saying. So, shall we see what Mr. Alex is mm-hmm. saying? Uh, yeah. This guy's put a restraining order on the devil. <laughs> What's Alex up to? Alex is defending Roseanne Barr. It happened a few weeks ago. Well, oh, when she went on that mad rampage, attacking so everybody and loving nah, Trump. No, it wasn't that bad. She just compared... She said something pretty racist. Yeah, she it said something about... She compared someone who looked like a character from Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah. But then apparently, I did hear it, so apparently she said that she didn't know the person she was talking about was actually black. I heard that, but I don't think that's going to... I'm not buying it, I'm afraid. No, look, when your show's been cancelled mm. and you've got no job and that was the your big fucking comeback because you've been done nothing for fucking 10, 15 years yeah, and you co- then you come out and decide that you're a drunken racist bitch because I'd imagine she was drunk when she did it. Uh, high and ambient, they reckon. I'm probably drunk as well. Yeah, well, but high and drunk. And then, oh, shit, what did I do last night on Twitter? Oh, I didn't know she was black. Mm. What are you on about? I was just responding to an article I saw. Nah, bollocks. You've well, blown your fucking comeback. Get the fuck out. Let's see what Alex <laughs> says. Right. Chimpanzees, too. <laughs> Apes. Orangutans. And you can see the comparisons they teach that in sociology, psychology, anthropology, it's well known. So if you compare some black lady to looking simian, well, there's a reason. Because we are primates. That's why there's so many comparisons to humans and monkeys and to apes. Because some people look more like it than others. There are some white people that look more like apes than other white people. There are some black people that look more ape-like than other black people. I look ape-like. With my shirt off, you know, in my birthday suit, I look Dude. like a gorilla. I, I, I mean, I don't have to work out. I got big chest, big arms, big legs. I'm bow-legged. <laughs> my feet are flat. My dad is somewhat simian-looking, too. That's <laughs> just the way it is. And I'm proud of it. But, I mean, this whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. I'm hairy like an ape, too. By the way, I'm proud of it. Women don't seem to mind, they seem to like it. So. Oh, 
I would say that I look more Simeon than most black people. But <laughs> mental illness of political correctness to say that we don't all, at one way or another, look Simeon is just a complete joke. I mean, it's like species of horses. Does a mule look a lot like a horse, even though it's not a horse? Does a donkey look a lot like a horse? It's a different species, but it's in the same family. Wow. Well, that was, um... Well, for his performance alone, the first guy's got to have that, Annie. I mean, he's... Alex is just there using bad science, trying to defend the fact that he... Uh, <laughs> She's trying to defend <laughs> racism by saying white people look like monkeys. Yeah, um, here's a picture of George look, Bush. Here's look, a picture of Donald Trump. I just compared a white person to a monkey, so it's okay if I do it for a black person too. It's I the look, same thing. I'm an ape, look at me. Look what at me with my shirt fuck? off. Ladies love it. You're, oh, for God. What was that to be like? <laughs> My dad was saying, I'm proud of that. Oh my. Explains everything, Alex. Racism yeah. doesn't work like that, does no. it? You can't be like, I called that white bloke a chimp, so it's all right if I say it to you as well, Mr. Black Bloke. No, <laughs> no, it's not. No, well, that's an established racist yeah, term for black people. I mean, like, well, Cyril, no. what was it, Cyril Regis, the first black people. Yeah, he's bananas, actually. He's bananas at him, for fuck's sake. Because he it was a monkey. And he used to pick one up and eat him. He did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played him. Yeah. Couldn't, you couldn't believe it, could you? No. no. That I, is what I think Alex is fucking scraping about that. He's, he's trying to... to go to defend... He knows he's in defending, defense. He's only defending it because she's a Trump supporter. Yeah, that's he? it. He's been persecuted by the left, yeah. the liberal media. Yeah. And he has to stick up for Trump now. Because well. even though for years he, re he railed against the establishment and the globalists, mm. now Trump is in power, fucking joined him. That's praising it's Trump. It's his mate. Do you think Alex has taken the reptilian shilling? Most definitely. There's a question. Yeah, probably. Well, I think. Does that mean he's removed my holy trinity? No, he's still in there. They've all taken the draconian. Maybe not Ike. Ike hasn't. Ike hasn't. Nah, he's. Pure. I don't think he has. I was listening to him earlier. I don't think he has. He's pure. Blair's taken the draconian. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a definite. Well, to sum up the game show, I think Alex is. Um, Alex is saying the stupidest thing, to be honest. Right. But that first guy gets it because he's saying something. And I think like, his performance is better. Well, he's saying something just ridiculous and metaphysical and like just non. It's it's ridiculous. You can't put a restraining order on a concept. <laughs> no, you can't. And that was quite philosophical, wasn't it? <laughs> um, so yeah, and Alex was just being basically trying to justify racism. We're talking about donkeys. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. First guy gets it for me this week. Yeah, I'm going with first guy. Right, he gets it then. There you go. I think... Uh, we're done. We're done. Well done, boys. Thanks for listening, people. Um, remember, you can find us on Facebook at yes. uh, Code of the Ball in the post to the Apocalypse. Leave a review if it's a nice one. Yeah. And uh, share some memes and join in the fun. Yeah, definitely. Send us some stuff. Correspond. Easiest way to listen to the show as well is through the Facebook page, so you could share that with your friends if you would like. Thank you. I don't know. Maybe suggest an episode or two. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no. That's an idea. What, right now? No, 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 no uh, the listeners. Oh yeah, there you go. Sorry, yeah, you're talking to me. Send like, us an uh, email and uh, you know, maybe suggest an episode, and we'll we'll hmm. look at it. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say that I've been Ben, and uh, I'll say don't join a cult, don't drink the flavour aid. I'll say uh, I've been Gaz. Um, free Biff Talon. Good night. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out.
May the force be with you. Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs>